Lord Jesus, we're so grateful, Lord, for the jobs you've given us, Father, the health that you continue to give us, Father. We ask that right now these tithes and these offerings that are lifted up, Father, just honor your ministry. Continue to bless us, Lord, in everything that we do, Lord, that we honor you and keep focused on you only, Jesus. We're grateful, Lord, for, uh, again, Father, the strength that you give us, Father. And we ask right now that you give us strength to remove every distraction uh, that's coming into our life right now so we can receive this word, uh, Father, and be able to put it into uh, practice and bring it to life uh, in us, Lord Jesus. Again, Father, we're just so grateful for everything, Father. We ask this all in your precious and holy name, in the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. God bless everyone, brothers and sisters. Y'all may be seated. Dios bendiga a todos. Esta noche, hermanos, se pueden sentar. Cristo viene ya. Tarde o temprano viene Cristo. Amen. Hay que estar preparado, hermanos. We got to be prepared for the coming of Jesus. Amen. It's más cerca hoy que ayer. It's closer today than it was yesterday, the coming of Jesus. You know, um, preparing the church for the coming of Jesus is a great responsibility. Preparando la iglesia para la venida de Dios es una gran responsabilidad, hermanos. Some people are numb to signs that are seen think it's normal how the world is progressing, but there is dangerous times ahead of us, brothers and sisters, and um, we've got to get closer to Christ. The promise is in him. The strength is in him. Uh, there's many things and, and many things that happen and are brought uh, to light in the world and it saddens us and we see things that are happening right now and rumors of wars and pestilence and all these things that are prophesized to come but the world goes as it's normal and we must know that the signs are coming for the coming of our lord we must be ready it must not catch us by surprise hay señales ahorita, hermanos, que estamos uh, viendo en el mundo. Pueden decir muchos, ah, han decidido eso por años. Eso cuando vine a Dios estaban diciendo esas cosas. Y se va a agarrar a repente la venida de Dios. Necesitamos estar preparados. Uh, siempre trabajando nuestra fe y ánimo. Todo lo que uh, Dios tiene para nosotros, para animarlos, para seguir en la fe. Amén. Necesitamos a pensar en esas cosas. God bless the classes this, uh, this evening. Before I get started, I heard I was a little confusing on uh, Sunday about second service. <laughs> My mom said, I heard mom from Lorenzo. Lorenzo told me that. My Spanish, I think, might have confused you. So I'm going to say it in English. We are not having second service. We're going to skip a second service. So we're going to have a second service and a meal, and then we'll skip the following week. 
Amen? And then we'll have it again. Um, it's not going to be something that's permanent, so don't worry about that. We're just doing it for a little bit. Uh, we want to give uh, a little bit of time for this. And as Brother James was talking about on Sunday, too, is we also want to give an opportunity for some built-up um, testimonies and prepare, uh, being prepared for songs. Can give you some time. No excuses now. No excuses now. We have you have uh, some time for that. Amen. So um, um, this Sunday we're not having it, but we'll have it next Sunday. Uh, so hermanos, oí que no me expliqué bien, que los dejé bien confundidos. ¿Cómo con mi español? ¿Cómo es sorpresa para mí? Mi español es perfecto. Este domingo no vamos a tener segundo servicio, no vamos a tener la comida. Vamos a tratar una nueva cosa que uh, vamos a parar una semana y hacerlo la semana que venga. So, uh, lo vamos, no, no vamos a permanentemente, permanently? Permanentemente, no es para permanentemente, pero um, si lo vamos a probar por un, por un ratito. Uh, a ver cómo se va, amén. Uh, uh, Dales una chance que uh, pueden uh, tener un, las hermanas tener un que, quebracita. Pero seguimos orando, amén, porque es un bonito servicio de segundo servicio, como estaba hermano, hablando del hermano uh, James aquí, que es un servicio de agradecimiento. Y a veces no traemos eso uh, a ese servicio, so necesitamos a practicar eso, querer hacer eso. You know, brothers and sisters, uh, it's now time to work in that. Amen. And we have an opportunity to work in that. So praise the Lord for that. Uh, the title for uh, tonight's message is From Sweet to Bittersweet. Um, el título del mensaje esta noche, hermanos, de dulce a agridulce. Agridulce? Así se dice. Amen. Praise the Lord. Um, you know, brothers and sisters, um, there's, there's times in our lives where uh, we go through fluctuations. Um, and we don't recognize um, the goodness of God when it's there around us. Hay tiempos en nuestras vidas, hermanos, que vamos en las subes, subes y bajas. ¿Sí se dice? Subidas y bajas. Uh, que no, no conocemos cuando Dios uh, está, está haciendo buenas cosas en nuestras vidas. Estamos reconociendo eso. Y estamos... Uh, Uh, un dicho que dijimos esta semana en el radio, cosas están escondidas enfrente de nosotros. Enfrente de nosotros están escondidas. Eso es un dicho. You know, there's a saying that we said, like we're saying that we don't recognize God's goodness and what God has done, but there's a saying that we said that's common, said it's hidden in plain sight. You ever seen the guy with the glasses on his head and he goes and asks his wife, where are my glasses at? That's hidden in plain sight, right? Or kids that are always asking, where are my shoes? They're always in the same place you probably left them at, right? Next to your bed or something. Mom already knows that, right? But they're hidden in plain sight. And they're hidden in plain sight at times because there's a lot of distractions. There's the not want to, to see it, the obvious. A veces están escondidos, hermanos, ahí enfrente de nosotros, y no es por algo que está escondido que... Con razón, es nomás porque no lo queremos ver. Es porque sabemos que se va a llevar a trabajo. Sabemos que dolor puede traer quitando eso. So, es importante, hermanos, que siempre 
eh, estamos uh, preparados, si Dios está enseñando algo en nuestras vidas, para reconocerlo y trabajarlo, para quitarlo. Es importante, hermanos, si Dios te habla en algo, que res respondemos en lo que está diciendo. You know, it's important, brothers and sisters, if God is telling us something and, and highlighting something and showing you something and, and revealing something to you in your life, and we ignore it because we know it's going to take work, we know that it's rooted in us, we know that it has baggage, we know that when stats rip, things get ripped with it out. <laughs> and so we avoid it. Let's not talk about that. You know, let's not go there. Let's, you know, that's a sensitive subject. But with God, there's nothing that's sensitive. God knows exactly where it's at. You can tell somebody that, I don't want to talk about the right. I've told you I don't like talking about that. They'll say that, right? With God, you can't say that. You understand God knows exactly what to do to fix it. You can say that to somebody else that might not know how to fix it, and, you know, they, it, it, they don't understand it, but God understands it. Muchas veces, hermano, no queremos hablar de cosas, no queremos, no, no, no quiero hablar de eso. Tú sabes que no, no me gusta hablar de eso. Eso trae mucho dolor. No podemos decir eso con Dios. Porque Dios cuando habla a una cosa, Él lo habla para quitarlo, para ayudarte en algo. Él lo hace con amor. Yo siempre he dicho que Dios no te va a quitar algo que no va a poner algo uh, más bueno en tu vida. No trabaja Dios así, hermanos. Nosotros pensamos que Dios te va a quitar todo y ahí vas a estar solos, uh, sin nada. No trabaja Dios así. Pero en nuestra mente sí trabaja porque no queremos que Él entra y cena con nosotros a veces. In our minds, we, you know, we're always battling stuff. So we're like, oh, no, no, I, you know, you know God, you, you, you take that one thing, God, you're going to take all the things. Okay, perfect. <laughs> But you got to realize one thing, that there's a, a load of things that come from him after that. Now that there's vacancy, now that there's room, there's overflowing things that come. Hay bendiciones que vienen, hermanos, cuando uh, um, Él quita cosas en, en, en nuestra vida que dejas el, el espacio. Pero muchas veces no puede dejar algo, no te puede enseñar algo porque no hay espacio. Nuestros corazones están tan envueltos en este mundo, en, en lo que ofrece el pensamiento de este mundo. Este mundo es temporal, hermanos. Es temporal, hermanos. Este mundo, esta vida, para Dios es eterno. Nuestro Dios es eterno. Amén. We need to think about those things, brothers, and understand and put into perspective how, how quick this life is. I saw an uh, analogy of it, and it was a white rope that um, this pastor had had, and he um, painted the tip of it um, where you could just barely see it red and he said this is your life and he showed the tip of it he goes hold on to it and then he just pulled it <laughs> he goes you see this long and it was a long rope a long long rope he goes that's eternity <laughs> you think you can hold on to your life or you think you better get a grasp of eternity great analogy huh 
Yo vi a uh, un pastor decir, uh, pintó el, uh, el fin de un, how do you say, rope? Soba? Soga? Uh, y lo pintó rojo. Uh, apenas donde lo podías ver. Era un uh, soga uh, blanca. Y, y, le, y le, le enseñó a todos, dijo, esta es tu, tu vida aquí en este mundo. Lo vieron todo, era bien chiquito. Y le dijo a una persona, gáralo. Y lo agarró. Deténlo, deténlo, deténlo. Lo deténlo. Y agarró el otro y lo. Y dijo, ¿por qué estás ganando algo que está tan chiquito y no estás ganando lo que es eterno? Porque lo que era blanco era el eterno con Dios. Pero nuestro mental es así. El, el sentimientos que tenemos, estamos pensando así. We're working harder for something that's less than that what's, what's next. And it's crazy. It's crazy, but that's how it works sometimes, brothers and sisters, until God starts to show us the importance of what's next. Isaiah 5.20 reads, we're going to start here in Isaiah 5.20. Vamos a comenzar aquí en Isaías 5.20, hermanos. Hay de los que a lo malo dicen bueno, y a lo bueno malo, que hacen de la luz tinieblas, y de las tinieblas luz, que ponen lo amargo por dulce, y a lo dulce por amargo. Woe to them that call evil good, and good evil, and put darkness for light, and light for darkness. And it's crazy that he puts this example And put bitter for sweet, and sweet for bitter. I can understand the light and darkness. I can understand evil and good. But then he uses a term, another term of sometimes how we're looking for things that are that we think are sweet, but they're really bitter. There, there's no gain in it. There's nothing that it offers to you, but we'd rather choose that. And instead of something that we've, Tasted before that sweet. See, I, I can understand somebody that's never experienced the sweetness of God and, and just brushing it off. I can understand that. But what I can't understand is somebody that has experienced the sweetness of God and going to bitterness. I can understand that somebody that's never experienced it. There's things that, like, I've never tried that before, right? Well, I try it. No me gusta. There's people that will just not try something because they're not going to try it, right? But if you tried it and you liked it at one time and you felt the peace of God and yet you chose the bitterness, there's something wrong there. Like I said, I can understand saying somebody, no, I've never been to church. I don't, I've never, but I can't understand the ones that I have and have experienced it. Now, see, like pastor used to say, there's people that said, I used to be a Christian. You're never a Christian because that's not a term that you use. Because that's, a, again, an eternal commitment. Yo no entiendo, hermanos, que a veces, uh, como está diciendo la Escritura aquí, a veces hay uh, momentos que alguien puede decir, nunca ha ido para la iglesia, nunca ha probado la iglesia, nunca ha, uh, uh, ha oído la palabra. Yo entiendo esa persona uh, no, no aceptando cosas, pero lo que no entiendo es una persona que sabe que bueno es Dios, que Dios trae paz, que Dios te puede cambiar, te puede librar de cosas, 
te puede sanar de cosas. Lo que no entiendo es esa persona que ha experimentado las, las, las buenas cosas, no aceptándolo. Pero aquí está hablando que hay tiempo que eso va a pasar. Viene tiempo que personas van a escoger lo que es amargo. That there's times that people are going to choose what's bitter over what's sweet. And it becomes difficult, and the spirit inside of you is fighting it, and the spirit inside of you, uh, it, it, you know, distracts you during those moments because the word's speaking to you. You don't think I know that? I experienced that in my life. Yo sé que, que viene ese espíritu que, que, que cuando el predicador está hablando, la palabra se está hablando, que, que comienza a hablarte, dice, a él no entiende, él no sabe, eso es para mí. Yo, yo he experimentado esas cosas en mi vida. Yo he estado aquí sintiendo que el espíritu me estaba hablando, la palabra me estaba hablando. Pero es cierto, hermanos, que llegamos en puntos en nuestras vidas cuando... Estamos cogiendo lo que es malo y no lo que es bien. So the word is it's truthful in this. Accept it. Even if you're in it, accept it. I had to accept it. I had to understand. It had to become real for me. We read Hebrews 12.15. Leemos Hebreos 12.15. Mirando bien que ninguno se aparte de la gracia de Dios, que ninguna raíz de armadura brotando os impida, y por ella muchos sean contaminados. Contaminados. Looking diligently, lest any man fail of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you. And thereby many be defiled. You see, brothers and sisters, there's something that's powerful when bitterness takes over your life. We've talked about this here recently. We've mentioned this before. We're going to look at it from a different perspective tonight. But there's something that's powerful because bitterness doesn't only affect you. It affects everything you love. It impacts everything you love. Hermanos, hay algo que uh, cuando la armadura, um, como dice aquí, brota, no te nomás afecta a ti, en tu a, tu, a ti mismo, te afecta todo alrededor de ti. Va a ser tu familia, va a ser. Sí te va a afectar a ti, pero también vas a, vas a ver el impacto a todo alrededor de ti. O no lo vas a ver, porque está escondido enfrente de ti. Por eso siempre necesitamos a pensar y querer que Dios revela cosas que están escondidos dentro de nosotros. That's why we want God to reveal things that are in us. We have to ask God, reveal what's hidden in me, God. 
There's things that are hidden in me that sometimes our world's got to be shaken. Sometimes fire's got to come. Sometimes hurt's got to come to reveal it. Hay cosas que están escondidos, hermanos, que viene el, el, uh, el tribulación, viene fuego. Para enseñarlos lo que está escondido dentro de nosotros. Pero es algo, hermanos, que es importante que siempre estamos listos para ver. ¿Por qué? Porque vamos a repetir la cosa. Ahí viene otra vez. ¿Tú, tú crees que podemos ganar esto, esto con Dios si está escrito? No podemos ganar, no podemos hacerlo diferente como nosotros queremos si está escrito lo que es obediencia. You think we can win this game against God? You know, when it's written. It's written in plain sight. It's not hidden. It's clear what he asked of us for obedience, what's asked of us. It's not hidden. We can't say, well, God, you know what? I didn't find the map that showed me where it was at hidden in the cave. I never could find it, God. He says, I, I had a, a donkey talk to you. But sometimes it is hidden in plain sight for us. We use excuses to go away from it. We're going to read out of the story of Ruth tonight. So you can get an understanding of the book of Ruth. It was during the era of the Judges. It's the book right after the book of Judges. But the time frame is what we talked about, the Dark Ages is what they call the, the book of Judges. Because it was a time where, again, as we mentioned, Israel would pray to God for a hero, a Samson. God would send it, him, and they would fall back into idolism and the sin that would cause them to get captured again. So this is during that whole era. There's a beautiful book. Only four chapters. It's a little bit of knowledge on the book of Ruth that you could probably read it in 15 minutes. I heard an audio today, just somebody reading it, and every one of them that there were the audios were 15 minutes. Imagine that. How many of you got 15 minutes? Read it, because we're not going to read the whole book. But it's, an, it's an amazing story. It's an amazing love story, but it's an amazing love story in, in many aspects, the love that Christ has for us, also in the example that he gives of what it is to be faithful. Qué bonito es el, vamos a leer del libro de Ruth. Y es en el tiempo de, de, de los, el libro de jueces. En un tiempo en jueces donde el pecado, el, el pueblo de Dios pecaban y vino el enemigo y oraron los, los is, Israel, Israelites, Israelites, Israelitas, y, y pidieron a Dios que, que les libraran. Y Dios mandaba el Samson, mandaba personas para ayudarles. ¿Qué pasaba? Estaban libres otra vez y pecaron otra vez. Era un círculo que pasaba en sus vidas. Este, esta historia, en, este es en, en, en ese tiempo que vamos a leer esta noche, hermanos. Vamos, vamos a comenzar 
Para entender poquito uh, lo, lo que estaba pasando aquí, no vamos a leer todas las escrituras, pero yo quiero hablar de unas, co unas cosas. Que eh, la familia de, es, eh, comienza con una historia que una mujer, que es su nombre y su esposo, pero el, el nombre de la mujer es Naomi. Naomi. Y su familia se fueron de Israel porque iba una, no sé cómo se dice, uh, famine, un hambres, um, un hambres, es hambres? I say it right? Any Mexicans here tonight? No Mexicans here tonight, I was talking in English. Then. Que no, no, hay, no iba comida, no tenían comida en ese, ¿cómo? Hambruna. ¿Hamburguesa? Tengo hambre. Hambruna. Y se fueron de Israel para otro país que estaba cerca que se llamaba Moab, Moab, era Moab, y era otro gente que tenían otros dioses. Pero se fueron porque dejaron todo y nomás se fueron con su familia. Y cuando estaban ahí, se murió el esposo de Naomi. Y Tenían dos hijos y los dos hijos hallaron esposas ahí en ese país, pero no eran esposas que, que eran de Israel. Eran uh, de ese país, de no sé cómo se dice en español, Moab. ¿Es Moab? ¿Cómo? Igual, Moab. Y se casaron con ellas. Eran buenas muchachas. Y... Se murieron los muchachos. Se le dejaron ahí. Nomás a Naomi. Con los dos. ¿Cómo se dicen? Uh, uh, Daughter-in-laws. Nueras. Con las dos nueras. So, a little backstory. We're going to be talking about Ruth. And Ruth is an amazing story. And like I said, you can read it in 15 minutes. I recommend hearing it, reading it. Because it's a great story. It's not just a story for women, it's a story for men, it's a story that it just t talks about how God, how awesome God is, but the story start, starts off talking about how uh, a, a, a family leaves Israel, Naomi leaves Israel with her family, and her husband dies, and their sons get married, she tells her sons, marry somebody, so they marry somebody from Moab, and that wasn't common, That wasn't approved. They married somebody. They were married for 10 years. 10 years. Married for, it says in the Bible, you, you can look it up. It says 10 years they were married. No kids. They're married for 10 years, and they die. But, you know, I, I, one thing I found pretty amazing is that the mother named, their names, if you look up the translations, are like diseases. The father's name wasn't, but the son's name was like waste waste. Uh, wasteless or something like that and, and it was almost like an example of giving your son you're going to be cancer and you'll be HIV how crazy is that that, that's the, that's, that wasn't common names had meanings I mean Naomi's name uh, is the pleasant one But they named their sons these things and th their sons pass away and the daughter-in-laws are there And, and, and when we start reading here, um, we start reading that Ruth 
is is uh, is um, Naomi talks to Ruth and her her other sister in law. That's Orpa, not Oprah, Orpa. Y Naomi les habla a los dos diciéndoles, ¿por qué no se vayan para atrás con su familia? ¿Por qué no vayan para atrás a sus mamás? Están en sus países ahorita, pero yo me voy para atrás porque ha oído y ya se acabó el hamburguesa, ambora, hambrúa, hambruna. What you say? Hambres, hambruna. Ya se acabó. Ya me voy para atrás, para atrás. So Naomi tells uh, her daughters, "Why don't you guys go back to your to your homes?" Go back, go back. You have, I, you have no connection with me. There's no children. There's nothing. Go back. I'm going back to my land because the famine's done. It's a crazy story. And, and, and at first they don't want to go. They're like, no. They start crying. And, and, and they're like, no, we don't want to go. And she goes, no, go. <laughs> and one of them says, okay. That's or- Orpa. Uno de ellos uh, le, le dice Naomi que, que se vayan para atrás y, y le dice, no, no queremos ir para atrás. Queremos estar contigo. Y les dice otra vez, no, que se vayan para atrás. Porque yo voy para atrás para mi país. Y uno de ellos dice, ok, está bien. Y la otra le agarra. Le, le, I don't know how you say, grabs her. Or, le abraza. No dejándola. Enseñando que no se iba a ir. Y aquí es donde vamos a comenzar a leer. The, uh, Ruth ends up grabbing Naomi and cleaving on her is the, the term that it uses in the scripture to the point where uh, Naomi sees that she's not going to leave. So here we start to read in verse 16. And Ruth said, Entreat me not to leave thee or to return from following after thee. You see, listen to this. If you just, I, I like the way the word of God writes it, because you can imagine like, if you see me following you like a little kitten, you know, tell me not to leave you. But also if you see me following you, tell me not to leave you. <laughs> it's kind of, a, kind of nice how she says it, but it's giving you an example. After thee, for whither thou goest, I will go. And where thou lodgest, I will lodge. Thy people shall be my people and thy God, my God. Now, this is a big statement, not because it was, it should be, right? It's in the Bible. Makes sense. But it's also revealing her state because Naomi's God wasn't her God. You got to understand the ridicule that could happen with an Israelite marrying a, a woman, a, a man marrying a woman from Moab. Totally different beliefs. And see, it, 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 there's speculation there, but it doesn't show in the Bible anywhere that Naomi was thinking like, oh man, when I get back, the girls are going to all get together and say, that's your daughter-in-law, your son's married him. And, and that's why she told them to stay back. Doesn't say it in the Bible, but you can imagine, but I think Naomi's starting to see somebody and having a little compassion to somebody because they're willing to be ridiculed. They're willing to go into something that they may never marry. 
because they're going into a place that she may never be considered. So all these thoughts are happening, and, and we see that. Podemos ver aquí, hermanos, que Ruth está diciéndole a Naomi, Naomi, que, que yo voy contigo. No me pides que me vaya para atrás. Tu Dios va a ser mi Dios. Y eso, ese, ese um, dicho a ah, hermanos, es bien importante porque enseña que su Dios no era su Dios. Las creencias no eran los mismos. Dios uh, uh, era enemigo de Israel, los dioses que ellos sirvieron. Pero a veces no entendemos eso porque uh, uh, estamos viendo que estaban conectados, que se casaron, pero se fueron de Israel. Está enseñando poquito dónde estaba su fe en eso también. Se fueron de Israel, se metieron en cosas que no eran de Israel. Podemos decir que no, no eran agradecibles a Dios. No sé si pasó todas esas cosas, no dice la Biblia eso. Pero están sufriendo y ahora viene para atrás Naomi a Israel y quiere venir con ella. Ruth. So we don't know, you know, the, it doesn't get into the weeds here and saying that is this why her sons, her husband died? Because they went to a place that was not a common place for Israel to mix with. But we see the struggles that are there. And we keep on reading here, verse 17. Where thou diest, will I die. And there will I be buried. The Lord do so to me. And more also, if aught but death part thee and me. Verse 18. When she saw that she was steadfastly minded to go with her, then she left speaking unto her. She says, man, I'm not going to shake this one off. Let's go. Cuando vio... Y la cabeza estaba duda de, de Ruth y que no se iba a ir, no importaba, que lo iba a seguir, le dijo vos, vamos andando hablando. Pero qué cosa, hermanos, porque esos son bonitas palabras, pero no más son palabras. Those are beautiful words that we just read from Ruth, but they're just words right now. Right? Mom can know how it's going to be. Naomi can know how it's going to be because she's from Israel. And she's thinking like, wow, there's going to be criticism. You know, I can already imagine all these things. Again, my son's married somebody that weren't from Israel. They weren't Israelites. But so there could be a little bit of criticism in this. But Ruth's willing to follow for no reason. There's no reason. There's no reason. Just her character and her goodness, which is a great thing. Amen? So they get back. We're going to skip a little bit here. They get back, and everybody's happy to see Naomi. Hey, Naomi, you're back. Regresan para atrás al pueblo donde vivían, y todos le ah, ¿cómo estás, Naomi? ¿Qué onda? No, no dicen eso. Son los mexicanos. ¿Qué pasa? No, no dicen eso tampoco. Es mexicano. 
¿Cómo has estado? Háblame, dígame. Venga a la casa, ganamos un pan de luz. Es mexicano otra vez, no. Un postre, es mexicano otra vez. No, es gringo también, eso puede ser. Querían hablar, querían saber lo que pasó. Estaban gozosos para verle. It says that they were happy to see them, see her. And this is where we start to now peel the onion a little bit. This is, aquí es donde comenzamos a ver la persona. Más claro aquí. Porque vamos a leer aquí en 19 de capítulo 1 también, pero seguimos leyendo aquí. So they went, the two went until they came to Bethlehem. And it came to pass when they were come to Bethlehem that all the city was moved about them. And they said, is this Naomi? Damn, popular, huh? Naomi's back, Naomi's back. Hey, Naomi's back. And verse 20 here, it says, and she said unto them, call me not Naomi. How? Ah, oh, man. Waited till... Waited till she got back to Israel to say this. Wanted to have a, maybe a show. Maybe, wanted, maybe was looking for some compassion from people. I, don't hear, I didn't hear this, you know, when, on the road. Now that she's in front of people that know her, she goes, call me not Naomi, but call me Mara. For the Almighty had dealt very bitterly with me. Le dice, que ya no me llamas. Naomi, si no llámame. Mara, porque es grande armadura me ha puesto el Todopoderoso. So, nobody gives her, her this name. She gives it to herself. Nadie le dio este nombre, ella se lo dio mismo. Piensa en eso, hermanos. Ahorita yo entiendo que perdió todo. Perdió todo. Yo entiendo eso. Pero hay en perdiendo todo, miras que la carácter, how do you say character? Carácter de Ruth, queriendo estar con ella. Cuidarla. Y no le importaba. Porque estaba escondido enfrente de ella. Porque Dios que todavía estaba Dios con ella. You see, she gives herself this name and she is, she chooses bitterness because she's lost everything. I understand it. I get it. Lost husband, lost sons. Never had an opportunity to have grandchildren. I get it. A lot. But she gives herself this name, and she chooses not to see Ruth. It's right in front of her. That cleaved to her. That did something that is not common. Why would she go back with her when she was still young and could marry again? But she chooses this. She verbalizes this. She says this. Verse 21. I went out full, and the Lord hath brought me home again empty. Listen to that. 
Now, see, she's not going to only tell you why she's bitter. She's going to, you know, tell her her name's bitter, but she's going to tell you the story of the bitterness. No, no más te va a decir por qué cambió su nombre. Pero te va a decir la historia de lo que pasó. Porque alguien que se siente mal quiere que todos se sienten mal para él. Ooh, man, I feel the spirit here. Pero es cierto, hermanos. Yo sé que pasó algo con ella. Pero para darte un nombre, cuando ay, Dios estaba obrando en ti, te estaba cuidando, te estaba enseñando que estaba contigo, y no lo, quites, no lo quises ver. You know, it's crazy. She gives herself this name. Now she starts to talk about, I left full and I came back empty. You know, because, again, people that are hurting, people that are, 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 want other people to feel for them, so they'll tell their story. But she wasn't seeing what was right in front of her. And so, and, and we see something pretty amazing here in a little bit. So, home again, empty. Why then call ye me Naomi, seeing that the Lord has testified against me? And the Almighty hath afflicted me. Why are you going to call me the pleasant one? Haven't you seen how I'm hurting? Haven't you seen what God has done with me? Don't get close to me. You better Christian distance from me. Because if you get touched like this, this could happen to you. She wasn't seeing things clearly because now the hurt had been amplified because she's speaking it out. And what's sad, brothers and sisters, again, is in all this, Ruth wanted to be with her and her God. Si voltamos, hermanos, para Ruth 2.5, vamos a comenzar a leer aquí. We're going to start to read here in Ruth 2.5. Like I said, we're going to be skipping around. That's why I tell you, 15 minutes. It's, it sounds great. There's an there's a old British guy that can read it to you, too, and you can hear it. You search for it. Kind of a little weird to hear that, but... Like Hamlet, but still is... But Ruth 2.5 now enters another important person in this story. So Ruth is there at the house, and she's sitting there and, and tells mom, hey, you know what? I don't see anything happening here. We got a plan? Because the cupboards are empty. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go out to the fields. And I'm just going to pick up leftovers. Right now is the season of barley, and I'm just going to pick up these leftovers. They leave them behind, and I'll pick them up, and hopefully the owner of the land has mercy on me to just give me scraps. Now, this isn't Naomi or Mara saying this, who would know what street to take, where the fields are at, because this is her old hometown. This is Ruth. Who's going out blind, not knowing people, not knowing customs, not knowing any of this stuff. And sometimes, 
Brothers and sisters, it's better not to know a lot of stuff. Because sometimes knowing a lot of stuff stops you from igniting your faith. La cosa es que aquí, que comenzó a hablar Ruta a, a, a Mara, ahora, vamos a decirlo bien. ¿Qué vamos a hacer? ¿No hay comida? ¿Cómo lo vamos a hacer aquí? ¿Sabes qué? Yo me voy a ir. Y ahorita es el tiempo que estaban levantando. Uh, I don't know how you say barley. Um, es como trigo. Uh, que lo estaban levantando. Dicen que es como trigo, pero es trigo para los pobres. Se dice en inglés el barley. El, el, el trigo era para los ricos, ese, ese estilo para el, la, how do you say bread again? Pan, para el pan. El otro era otro estilo que se hacía. Pero le dice, yo voy a ir y voy a levantar todo que se queda de los que están trabajando. Y a ver si el persona que es el dueño tiene misericordia de mí. Y se va. No sabiendo nada, no sabiendo las personas que, que viven ahí. Eso era todo de marra. Pero ella se quedó ahí. Dolido, dolorido. Alguien no viendo que tiene alguien que se está cuidando de ella. ¡Qué triste! ¡Qué triste! It's sad. It's sad, brothers and sisters, when you compile everything and it paralyzes you. Qué triste, hermanos, cuando pones todo, todo el pasado, todo el dolor en ti y no te mueves. No puedes hacer nada. But we keep on reading here. This is getting good now. 15 minutes. You can push play. And so we read here, and now she goes out to a field, and it's the field of Boaz. Verse 5 again. I'm sorry, bro. I never read it. Did I read it? Then said Boaz unto his servants that was set over the reapers, Who is this girl? That's all sweaty and dirty and smelly. Ah, you guys got, see, you guys got it twisted there. Le dice el dueño de la tierra. ¿Quién es esta mujer? Que huele. Que está toda ensuciada porque estaba atrás de los que estaban trabajando. Le estaban tirando tierra. Porque estaba trabajando, hermano. No es como lo, lo ponen en la vista, es que estaba todo levantando y todo se estaba tirando bien. Y pajaritos estaban. How do you say butterflies? Mariposas estaban atrás de ella. No, 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 no. Pero pregunta: ¿quién es esta? Está aquí. El dueño de la tierra. So the owner of the land, Boaz, sees her and he says, Who is this? Ryan, it sounds really good for him to say, who is this? But again, she's dirty. She's sweaty. You know, has the hair down and probably had it fixed up when she got there, but now she don't care because her back hurts, her feet hurt, her hands hurt. Her intent wasn't to find somebody. Her intent was to do a service. This, again, this makes this even more special because sometimes we have intent, right? We're like, <laughs> 
there was something else that he had seen. Because it wasn't that. So he keeps on, we keep on reading here, verse 6. And the servant that was set over the reapers answered and said, It is the Moabitish damsel that came back with Naomi out of the country of Moab. So the person recognizes, hey, this is, you know, the, you know all the stuff that's happening? You know the stuff that was on TMZ? And they said, you know, when Naomi got here and they reported it, and everybody got there and said, hey, first on CNN, on Entertainment Tonight, and Acquiring Minds Want to Know, I don't know. Trying to hit something that you guys might have recognized here, but I guess you guys don't. Remember the, the, the girl that came back with Naomi from another land? That's her. It was a big deal. ¿Qué cosa, hermanos, que le pregunta quién es esta mujer? Le dice quién es el mujer. Y le dice como sabiendo lo que pasó. Esa es la, la, la muchacha que vino para atrás con Naomi. De otro país. Le siguió. Como era algo grande. Para todos era grande, pero para qué no era. Para Naomi no era. It was good. It was big to everybody. You couldn't believe it. It was something amazing to people, but it wasn't to who? To Naomi, not to Mara. Call me Mara. Because I'm bitter. And everybody's like, man, can you believe this? How crazy is this? This girl came all the way from another country, called her mother-in-law. That's her. The one everybody's talking about. And it wasn't in a bad way. That's the crazy thing on how God prepared this. It was all the things that maybe Naomi was thinking about. Maybe even Ruth could have thought about, well, maybe this is a bad decision. All that stuff didn't happen because people were just amazed that this woman would have followed her mother-in-law. No reason. We keep on reading here. Verse 7. And she said, I pray you, oh, and she said, I pray you, let me glean and gather after the reapers among the sheaves. So she came and hath continued even from the morning until now, and she tarried a little in the house. So, so she asked, hey, look, I, I will be far away. I don't want to interrupt people that I know this is your business. But let me just have whatever's there. Anything. Any little thing. I don't want to cause a problem. This is what the man's telling Boaz. And she's been doing this all day, just getting little scraps. It's amazing. Again, another character thing. Who is this damsel that's doing this? I don't recognize her. I've seen all the time. Every day people come here. I know the people that come here. I stop by here all the time and ask how things are going. I talk to the people out here. I don't know who this person is. You got, that's Naomi. That's Naomi's uh, daughter-in-law. And man, she's been at working at it for nothing. Just picking up scraps. Just another character. 
Again, brothers and sisters, a lot of the times we think so much about how we need to prepare ourselves that we forget to prepare our character. Otra cosa aquí, hermanos, dice que, que quería lo más las cosas que le dejaron ahí, que estaban levantando. De la cochesa, cochesa. ¿Cómo? Cosecha, cosecha. Eso me gusta. Si alguien me lo dice, pero cosecha, porque a veces no oigo bien. Cosecha. Nomás yo quiero las cosas que dejan ahí. No voy a interruptar, yo sé que están trabajando. Y he estado aquí todo el día. Otra cosa que le garó el ojo de Boaz. Y vamos para el once. And Boaz answered and said unto her, It had fully been showed me all that that, ha that has done unto thy mother-in-law since the death of thy husband. And how thou hast left thy father and thy mother and the land of thy nativity and art come unto a people which thou knewest not theretofore. Heretofore. Now, brothers and sisters, again, everything we were talking about, right? I mean, what makes sense? She left her family. She didn't know how she was going to be received. She didn't know how the people were. She knew, you know, Naomi and the family, the husband that she married. But that's just a glimpse of a smaller thing that's something that's bigger. They might have even heard rumors how things were and how, how the rules were and all these different things. And she didn't care because there was something different. And that what was different in a time caught the eye of Boaz just saying, man, that's, I, know who, I know what you've done. It's been said what you've done. It's been said. Can you imagine that? Isn't that what we're all shooting for, right? It's been said what you've done. Qué bonito es oír eso, ¿no? Yo he oído lo que has hecho. Es algo grande que has hecho. No se casaron después de eso. Todas las mujeres aquí quieren, ay, era como el, uh, el, uh, how do you say, prince? El prince, el prince en el caballo, caballo blanco. No, todavía no pasa. Wait a second. Everybody's like thinking, oh, that was the prince. In the white horse that came and picked her up. Not yet. Because there's still more that God wants to do. Verse 12. The Lord re recompense thy work and a full reward be given thee of the Lord God of Israel under whose wings thou art come to trust. Now listen to that. Listen to what he tells her. Boaz tells her that. I never heard, and you never hear Naomi saying that through this whole process. This is the first time that Boaz recognizes her character, sees what she's done, and says that God may bless you for who you are in your character. You see, Naomi was bitter, couldn't see that God had blessed her, Naomi. But Boaz saw what, uh, what Ruth did tonight for Naomi. And blessed her and said, man, may God cover you with his wings. That's such an impactful statement that he makes there. Just knowing of her character, seeing her work ethic, what she was doing for her mother-in-law, tells her that. Qué bonito, hermanos, que nomás sabiendo la historia de Ruth, él le dice que, que Dios le bendiga. Porque ha oído lo que está haciendo. 
Y a veces, hermanos, no son las personas que creemos que lo, que lo va a bendecir a nosotros. Personas que conocemos. Puede ser otra persona que sabe tu historia. You know, brother and sister, sometimes we're expecting the people that know us to bless us. Oh, man, this is the one right here. This is one. Don't lose it. Don't lose it because some of you guys are like, <laughs> I'm always looking for that. And sometimes it comes from somebody that's heard of your character and has seen who you are. That's how God works. So quit looking to be to find uh, appreciation from those that you may never get it from them. So we keep on reading because it's good. It's good. 15-minute story. Did I tell you guys that already? It's a 15-minute story. You should read it. Ruth 3, we go to Ruth 3 now. We're going to skip. Again, we skip a lot of verses there. Now we go to Ruth 3. And now it's not Boaz of our kindred with whose maidens thou was. Now, now, Ruth goes back, comes back with some stuff. And Naomi sees it and says, hey, what you say? did you steal this? Your first day in Israel and you stole all this stuff? No. I went to work and... And the owner of the place, Boaz, his name's Boaz. <gasps> Who? It, it happens like this. I mean, the face that I made, she made it too back then. Who? A gentleman named Boaz said that I could have this and more. And actually, actually, he said, don't get the scraps. You get as much as you can get. Huh? Boaz? Did you say Boaz? Boaz? Let me check my contact. He's family. Huh? But see, how could that be when there's so many properties that Ruth started working at the property that was aligned to something that we're going to about to talk about right here? So we keep on reading here, and it says, and now, is not Boaz one of our kindred with whose maidens thou wast? Behold, he went with barley tonight. Where? So, brothers and sisters, what's amazing about this is that um, Naomi, Mara, is coming out of it a little bit because now she's seeing that God is working because if you read the rest of chapter 2, where we stopped at, she's like, wow, this is, you know, hey, man, he's family. And he actually could marry you. Because that was customary. Is that a family member, if sons had died, a family member could take you up and take care of you. And she lost everything. Back then, it wasn't customary for a woman to keep the land. She, couldn't, she didn't go back to a home. And so she's now telling her, now she's perking up. She's like, oh, maybe I, maybe I changed my name too soon. Maybe I should have waited a, a week. And Ruth is blindly going out there, and God is guiding her heart to everything she's doing. 
Hermanos, hay algo importante que, que, que Dios estaba guiando el corazón de Ruth. Ahora se está cambiando el pensar de, de Mara. Pero Dios lo está haciendo todo ahorita. Porque si Mara iba con ella y comenzaba a ver cosas. Oh, ¿Quién eres? ¿Quién es, el, ¿Quién es el terreno de aquí? ¿O oh, es de, so, oh, de, de Sonso? Oh, ok, ok. No conocemos a ellos. Pero no dejó Dios que salía de su casa ese día. Porque Dios iba a tener un impacto en Boaz. Una oportunidad para Boaz hablar con Ruth. You see, God didn't allow Mara to come out of her house that first day because if she would have came in the house, she could have messed it up with the energy. You got negative energy. You got better energy. You think God's going to show up at that moment, so God keeps her back in, in the home. And Ruth goes out. And Ruth gets guided right to where she needed to. So now she's back. And now, now Naomi, we'll call her Naomi now because she's coming back. She says, hey, hey, this is the time of barley. You know, he, they're finishing up. He's going to be at the place where they bring everything to after harvest. Le dice, hey, uh, ¿sabes qué? ¿Es, ¿Es primo? ¿Es primo? ¿Familia? ¿Sabes qué? Yo ya lo conozco, esco. ya entiendo lo que está pasando ahorita. Ellos van a traer todo a la pizza de tría. Oh. Ese es el nombre del lugar donde trajeron el trigo y lo que estaban levantando. Como estábamos hablando el domingo. Él va a estar ahí esa noche. Y dicen unos que el dueño se quedaba ahí toda la noche porque hay ladrones que venían y ganaron cosas porque sabían que era el fin, último día y que iban a tener todo ahí. So que se quedaba el dueño guardándolo. Y él dice, él va a estar ahí. So seguimos leyendo, hermanos. Wash thyself. Oh, now, see, now this is mama now, right? Psst, psst, psst. You got a nice outfit? Where were you at? Where were you at when I was up there on my knees? Picking up stuff, sweating, snot coming out of me. And he still saw me. But now, fix yourself up. And it's chance. ¿Que no te pasa el tren? Y le dice, lávate, vístate, prepárate. He says, she tells her, wash yourself, you know, put on raiment, and get thee down to the floor, the threshing floor, but make not thyself known. So she's telling her, look, he's going to be lying down, asleep, You get to where he's at. It, it's all innocent. You, at first, you guys are going to read this and be like, oh, what rating was this one, brother Gabe? So he's laying down. He tells her, go to him. Uncover his feet. 
And it's cool. It's cool when you realize that because you don't understand why I uncover his feet. But so uncover his feet and then just lay down. Not by his feet, just lay down. See, everybody mistakes that because they hear uncover the feet. It's like, oh, she must have covered his feet with her body. No, uncover his feet. You know why? So he would wake up because it was cold. So she's telling her, see, so Naomi's back. She's clicking on all cylinders here now. And she tells her, uncover your feet. Just lie down there so when he wakes up, he sees you. Le dice, ahora Naomi está para atrás, está pensando. Es familia, si te casas con él, ganamos todo para atrás. Ay, ay, lo que, que bueno es Dios. Y ahora estás preparándole, lávate, ponte algo. Cuando llegas a él, va a estar, uh, él va a estar en el piso. Vaya a él y, y quita su ropa de sus pies. How do you say uncover? Descubre sus pies. Y, y ponte en el lado de él. And so she does that. Ella lo hace. Y se levanta. And he wakes up and he sees her and he's like, whoa. Because that wasn't good. That was not, that's not a good scene to be caught in. Se levanta, no está enojado, pero dice, hey, ¿qué, qué, qué, qué eres? Porque no estaba bueno en ese tiempo. Que un, un hombre estaba solo con una mujer en la noche. Y dice, ¿Qué, ¿quién eres? And so... Again, and it talks about here how the whole preparation was of him eating, him being. Uh, I, uh, it, it's funny, you think about it, he just got tired, right? He worked hard, they work hard, and now he's tired, he falls asleep. And she does this, he wakes up, and surprised, right? And let's read here on verse 9. And he said, who art thou? And she answered, I am Ruth. But listen to what she says here, I am Ruth. Your handmaid. You know, he could have been scratching his head and saying, my handmaid? And she was declaring something to him. And so he says, he goes, she tells him, spread therefore thy skirt over thy handmaid, for thou art near kinsman. She's telling him, look, you're my husband. You're, you're, you're mine. You can, and that's a term that's even biblically used that Christ uses on how he does to the church. Cover your, your bride. I, I, I receive you. I receive you. And this guy's older than her. She's younger. And, you know, this guy's like win-win situation. She's younger, you know, hey, hit the lottery here. And he's sticking in his mind all these things. But listen what he says. This is what makes this story so amazing here. Verse 10. And he said, blessed be thou of the Lord. Now, he didn't say, thank you, God. Hermano, le dice a él, yo soy tu, puede decir, yo soy tu esposa. Cúbrame. Acéptame como tu esposa. Porque se levantó. ¿Quién eres? Yo soy tu esposa. Puede ser eso porque somos familia. Es mi, mi uh, su, suegra, 
suegra, suegra. Como dice la hermana Cindy, que yo hablo italiano. Etiche. Es el, el chiste de Johnny González. Y, y dice, ¿te puedes casar conmigo? Acéptame. Y le dice, aquí, bendita seas tú de Jehová, hija mía. And he says to her, blessed be thou of the Lord, my daughter, for thou hast showed more kindness. Not to him, not to him, not to him. This guy, he, he can say, man, I'm an old guy. Yeah, I own some property here. But you're doing this. I know you're not doing this because of this. You, he even says it here in a second. He goes, you could have went and found somebody younger. You could have found somebody richer. But again, this is a selfless act you're doing. ¿Qué cosa, hermanos? Que le, le, le dice también, ¿qué bueno eres tú? No porque era joven y se iba a casar y que, ay, gané, gané, gané. No porque sabía que se, se podía casar con alguien joven, alguien más rico. Y lo hizo para su suegra. Y él sabía esto. Ya sabía su carácter. Y ahora estaba viendo otro parte de eso. Like he says right here, he says, look, and so much to follow us young men, and whether poor or rich. Verse, verse 11. And now, my daughter, fear not. I will do to thee all that thou requirest for all of the city of my people Death, no, listen to this, listen to this, listen to this. This is where he had no fear. You know why? Because everybody knew about her. Not the scandalous Moabite, the virtuous Ruth that stuck by her mother-in-law. He knew why he had, she had offered herself to him. And it's crazy when, go back just a few verses, it's crazy when she's having that conversation with uh, Naomi, and Naomi's telling her all the stuff and why she needs to do it. And see, sometimes people that are bitter, they'll tell you to do stuff, and they're like, they're like hey, yeah, you can do this, 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 and it's all you doing it. You guys don't want to hear that, do you? You want to hear it here? See, sometimes you'll tell somebody, yeah, go do this. Go, you'll go, go marry him. It's on you. I kind of went in it too. Go do it. Because there's a difference between being selfless and being selfish. And being bitter is being selfish. And so there's a part where she's, she's, she's telling her all this stuff. And Ruth tells her, I will do everything you tell me. So she goes to the threshing floor, finds him there, has this moment that could have been bad. Women who are, oh, that's you, Ruth? You're that Moabite? Oh, I knew you were scandals. I know the women from Moabites. Oh, you get out of here. Hey, security! Get her, stone her. No. She was at a place 
where God prepared for her all the way from her land. And character brought her to this place. Yes, yes, yes. Naomi reaped the benefits from character that caught God's eye. Hermanos, este lugar que hablamos el domingo, Isa de Tria, es un lugar, hermanos, que como hablamos el domingo, que donde to llega todo, todo lo que está dentro de nosotros. Pero cuando se cava todo el piso, porque se pisa uh, el trigo, hay, se quita el cáscara del trigo. ¿Cómo se dice? No es cáscara, es espía. Espía, dice, alguien dijo otra cosa. Espía, se quita y nomás se queda la uh, semilla o lo que se va, se puede comer, usar. Y esa parte, ahí es donde hay Ruth. A Boaz. En ese lugar donde estaba todo alrededor, ya, ya han cavado y guardaba él como era, era el dueño lo que se cavó. Y estaba ahí y, y ya estaba preparado su corazón. Ya estaba preparado todo porque estaba en el lugar donde Dios le quería. You see, he was at a place where God wanted him at. She showed up to that place where she was told to go, and now God worked. And so he says there, my, the, the, for all the city of my people doth know that thou art a virtuous woman. Amen? So, there's still a problem. You, you got to read the story to do it. 15 minutes again, read it, because we're not going to talk about it. We're going to just skim right through it. So the, there's still a problem, though, because there was somebody else that had first dibs. So he says, hey, you're awesome. Man, you know, you put yourself out there, but there's somebody else that actually has, you know, the opportunity before I do to marry you. And... But I'm going to talk to him. And it's crazy how he does it. He's smooth. Boaz is smooth. Boaz is smooth. Some, some of you all people, I mean, Boaz is smooth. Bo Boaz is like, man, this is Ruth, man. She's a virtuous woman. I got to be smart on this. So he gets the guy. He says, hey, come here. Gets the guy, surprises him when he's coming into the gate. And he says, hey, sit down. And he sits down. And he gets 10 elders of the city. He says, come over here. I need witnesses. So he gets his witness. He goes, hey, um, are you going to take the land of Naomi? You know, you're going to buy it? You're going to do that? Because you, you got first dibs. The guy looks like, yeah, I am. Sure enough. He goes, all right. Are you going to marry Ruth? And he's like, uh, I don't know how the other one's going to feel about that. And he goes, never mind. I'm out. Too much baggage. And he goes, perfect, I'll take it, and I'll marry her. And all the witnesses are there. Done, sign it, sign here. No take backs. Es perfecto, hermanos, que le dice todo esto, y no se acabó la historia porque había problema, porque otro hombre estaba ahí que estaba en línea antes de él, 
que se podía casar con Ruth. Pero él, siendo sabio, dijo, pero yo voy a hablar con él. Y viene el hombre en la mañana y entra a la ciudad y le dice, ¡Hey, ven para acá! ¡Séntate aquí! Comienza a hablar con él. Uh, y oh, dice a 10 personas uh, de, de, I don't know how you say, elders. Mayores en, en la ciudad de, para tenerlos como testigos. Ven para acá. Y los tienen aquí y dice, ¿Vas a comprar la tierra de, de Naomi? ¿Tienes primer derecho? Sí, lo voy a comprar. Yo lo compro. Voy a poner chivos. Conejos también. Se sentó así, bien bravo. Y le dice, oh, qué bueno que lo vas a comprar. ¿Te vas a casar también con Ruth? Ay. ¿Cómo? Yo creía que nomás era este terreno. No, 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 no. Es un paquete. No sabía eso. No, quédate. Es tuya si lo quieres. Ok, yo me caso, yo me caso con ella. Pero él sabía esto. Y se casa con ella. Y, y, y vamos para el capítulo 4. We go to now chapter 4 here. Verse 14. And, and look at this, brothers and sisters. We haven't heard from Naomi much. This ain't a story about Naomi. So don't be a Naomi. Unfortunately, the story is not about Naomi, but most of the time we're Naomi. Esa historia no era de Naomi, hermanos. No es. Pero muchas veces eso es lo que somos nosotros, somos ella, con nuestra actitud. No agradeciendo a Dios. Porque Dios es bueno. Porque no estamos mirando cosas que están enfrente de nosotros, están escondidos de nosotros. Pero mira aquí, vamos a oír de Naomi, ¿ok? Leemos aquí, we read verse 14 about Naomi here. And the woman, and it's not, it's a, a woman, let's say, and a woman tells Naomi, Blessed be the Lord which hath not left thee this day without a kinsman that his name may be famous in Israel. Listen to this, brothers and sisters. Blessed be the Lord. A lady tells her, Naomi's not saying this. A lady tells Naomi, blessed be the Lord, because you got blood. You're not left alone. They had a child. You know that, Naomi? You know all the stuff that you suffered, everything that you went through? Look at the way it's come full circle. And what God's done and how God still considered you and taken care of you. And we read here verse 15. And he, listen to this. And he shall be a restorer of thy life. What? Naomi, you lost your two sons, you lost your husband. But what you just got right now is going to be a restorer of your life. Naomi's like, I'm still not seeing it. This woman's prophesying a little bit to her, telling her, hey. And a nourisher of thy old age for thy daughter-in-law. Hey, Naomi. Anybody there which loves you 
just in case, just in case, Naomi, just in case something's not clicking there and you're not seeing how bitter you are and it's going to take you again and memories will take you and there you go again, locked away. Your daughter-in-law loved you. Which is better to thee. Listen to this. Which is better to thee than seven sons. Your daughter, your daughter could have left you. Your daughter-in-law could have left you. But she's better to you than being blessed with seven sons. And what's interesting, too, is that you see here, she talks about restore of life, nourisher of old age. And when you see here, we keep on reading here on verse 16. It says, and Naomi took the child and laid it, her bosom, and became the nurse unto it. So Naomi, right? Hey, grandma. Hey, grandma. How many grandmas here? You guys have all felt that, right? Oh, I'm proud. I'm a proud grandma, right? Mm. She grabs the baby. Joy comes over her. But look, we keep on reading here, verse 17. And the woman, her neighbors, gave it a name, saying, there is a son born. To who? To Naomi. And they called his name Obed. He is the father of Jesse, the father of David. Ruth doesn't leave Moab. Ruth doesn't have this character to leave her land. We don't have David, King David. This all is a perfectly planned, your life is perfectly planned, believe it or not. You can say, ah, I don't know about that. Mm, That's for the Bible. Your life is perfectly planned. It don't matter how messy it is. It don't matter how messy it is. It don't matter what you've done. You think it matters what you've done? Because even Naomi, as she was holding her child, and this woman saying this, doesn't even realize what she's holding. And we go, let's go to Matthew now. The books of the generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David. The son of Abraham. Verse 2. I'm sorry, not verse 2. Verse, uh, what verse was it, brother? Verse 5, I'm sorry. And Solomon begat Boaz. They say, I don't know why I got translated from Greek to this, but it's Boaz of Rahab. And Boaz begat Obed of Ruth. And Obed begat Jesse and Jesse begat David the king, and David the king begat Solomon, of her that had been the wife of Urias. Now, brothers and sisters, so we understand fully, let's reverse six here. It says the wife of Urias. Now, we understand that this was the bloodline of Jesus, as it said on verse one. Para que entender, hermanos, que no viene Ruth con Naomi cuando Naomi lo dos veces le dijo no ve, no vayas conmigo no tenemos David 
No tenemos Josué. It's Joseph, right? Josué. De María. Porque llega a ese punto. So, brothers and sisters, you can choose to look at things a certain way and push things away and be hurt and be that person that's like, you can't come in, you can't come in, you can't come in. Don't call me pleasant one anymore. Call me the bitter one. You can't come in, you can't come in, you can't come in. Or you can be Ruth and be guided by God. There's a difference. Do we choose to be bitter for our circumstances and things that we've gone through, or do we choose to be like Ruth and trust in God? Hermanos, tenemos confianza ahorita. Podemos ver aquí si, si Ruth, si Naomi le dijo la segunda vez y se quedó ahí, vamos a tener a David. Pero Dios sabía quién era, Ruth. Dios sabe quién eres. ¿Tú sabes quién eres? Do you know who you are in God's eyes? ¿Sabes quién eres en, en los ojos de Dios? Porque a veces no sabemos eso, hermanos. ¿Por qué no los paramos? Why don't we stand up today? I'm going to ask all of us to pass on up. I'm going to ask uh, Brother Lorenzo if he can come over here too. Let's pray for Brother Manuel. Si podemos pasar para el frente, hermanos, vamos a orar por el hermano uh, Manuel que se va a ir al doctor mañana, va a tener, how do you say surgery? Surgit? Surgia? Mañana? Si Dios está, uh, está con él? Si pueden pasar, si pueden pasar, if you guys can pass on up, if you guys can pass on up, don't be afraid. I don't bite on the first time. Second time, I can't promise that. Or if I'm hungry. But we're going to pray for Brother Manuel. Vamos a orar por el hermano Manuel porque... Que Dios sobra en su vida, en la hermana Velma también. ¿Qué no pasa, hermana Leti, también, si podemos orar para la familia? ¿Por qué no pasan? Dios está aquí, hermanos. God is here. Dios puede estar con ustedes. Si sí, podemos reconocer que Él tiene el poder para ayudarte ahorita en en todo lo que estás pasando. Vamos a orar por el familia, vamos a orar por la hermana Leti. Nuestros corazones están con ustedes. Sabemos que es difícil, hermano, como sabes, pero yo sé que Dios, teniendo Dios, sí, es una cosa que puede traer mucho consuelo. So vamos a orar por eso esta noche, por tu familia. Brother Manuel, we're going to pray that God give you that courage, that confidence, and that the doctors find out what it is and like pastor said that one time hey doctor you see something different at any moment you see the tattoos you see anything like he said i remember that don't you forget i'm a child of god and that's what you are brother so we're gonna pray we love you we'll be with you but it's gonna be five o'clock in the morning right brother you gotta be there five thirty in the morning you guys gotta be there in temple so let's keep brother manuel in prayer through the night we'll be praying for you on the radio in the morning brother uh, and we love you in the Lord. Amen. Let's pray for Brother Manuel. Lord Jesus, we come before you, Father. We're asking, Father, right now that you just bless our Brother Manuel. We ask that you strengthen him and Sister Velma, Lord. We ask that you just bless both of them, Lord. 
this beautiful uh, marriage that you've put together, Lord. And though it's been difficult, though there's been challenges, Father, we're asking right now, Lord, that you just bring it together, Lord, and bring strength and confidence in you, Jesus. Put this trust in you, Father. This trust that they've had in multiple things, Lord, and difficult things that have come into their life, Lord. This is just another one, Lord, that's there, Lord, that you can take them through, Jesus. We're asking right now that you just give Brother Man the courage, the hope, the joy, Father, everything that it takes, Lord, that he is reminded, Lord, that he is your child. That he is reminded, Father, that you are already taking care of things, Lord. You are already ahead of things, Lord Jesus. We're grateful for seeing these things in other brothers and sisters in our lives, Lord. And we're asking right now just to be merciful in his life, Lord, and to bless him, Father. We're so grateful for this. Estamos pidiendo, Señor, también para hermana Leti y su familia. Ahorita sabemos, Dios, que eso es difícil. Pero tú, Señor, es que trae el consuelo. Tú, Señor, es que puede traer el amor que necesita ahorita la familia. La confianza en ti, Dios. Estamos pidiendo, Dios, que esté con la familia ahorita, en este momento difícil. Las memorias que traes, Señor, que las ayudan, que consuelan. Que sabe que era buena hija, sabiendo que su mamá, sabiendo que tenía uh, un razón siguiéndote, Dios. Que sus niños son buenos niños. Ayúdale, Señor. Bendícele, Señor. Ahorita bendice su familia, Señor, que pueden entender que tú eres Dios, que tú reinas sobre ellos. Estamos aquí pidiendo Dios que nomás trae consuelo y paz ahorita en este momento para su familia, para ella. Gracias Dios te damos en esto. Lord, we're also asking, Lord, that you just continue to bless this church, Father, that you continue to help us and guide us, Lord, that we can understand the importance of what the altar is, Father, that we can understand what the process that you bring us through, Lord, that you've taken us through, Jesus. We don't know if Naomi ever recognized it when she held the baby in her hands, Lord, if she under, under, ever understood how powerful that lineage was going to be, Jesus. But what we're asking, Father, is that you just, right now in this moment, reveal it to us, Lord, how great you are and how loving you are, Jesus. Bless us, Lord. Bless this church, Lord. Bless our lives, Lord. Continue to uh, guide our steps, Lord, and light our path, Lord. Estamos pidiendo, Dios, que sigas obrando en nuestras vidas, Señor. Ayudándonos, Dios. No sabemos si Naomi entendió lo que tenía en sus brazos. No sabemos, Señor, si entendió lo que hizo Ruth. No sabemos una cosa, Dios, que no importa todas esas cosas porque Ruth entendió, Señor. Tú trabajaste en su vida. Tú guiaste su vida. Tú cambiaste su corazón, Dios. Te damos gracias, Señor, porque tú eres un Dios que a veces no se entiende porque pasan cosas, pero tú tienes razón para todo, Dios. Sometimes we don't understand why we go through things, Jesus, but you have a reason for all these things, Jesus. We're asking right now, Father, that you just bring peace into our lives and understanding, Father, that we can see you in everything, Jesus. We're thankful for you, Father. We ask, Lord, that you just bless us, Lord, and protect us and continue to guide us, Lord, in everything, Father. We're so grateful for you, Lord, and what you do. Thank you for the example that you've given us in the Bible, Lord. The courage that you gave Ruth, Lord, to go into a place that she did not know, but to believe, Father, that there was something that was there. We ask, Lord, that if there's somebody out there that's struggling, Lord, to see these things that you just 
illuminate their path in their life. Gracias Dios por todo. Pedimos Dios que los cuida este fin de semana que sigues trabajando en nuestras vidas. Pero te damos gracias por todo lo que has hecho Dios y lo que vas a hacer. Pedimos todo en tu precioso nombre, en el nombre de Jesús. Praise the Lord. Why don't we keep on praising God, brothers and sisters?